this is songwriting our way out of here. With Leah G and Marlock. Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of our second season of our podcast, Songwriting Our Way Out of Here. Today I'm here with Marlock, as always, and also we have invited Lucy Cadbury to talk to us today. Hi Lucy, hi Marlock, how are you both doing? I'm good, I'm good. Good. <laughs> it's good that you're on here. And um, Lucy's a really cool songwriter and um, you kind of like started your career off by like performing with your sisters in a band as like the Catbury sisters. Do you want to tell us something about that? Yeah, um, I've never been called a cool songwriter before. <laughs> That's cool. You are a um, cool songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, basically me and my older sister just started getting drunk on nights out and doing like open mic nights and stuff. And then my third, my second sister, middle sister, was like, I want to do it too. And then we started this band and it was really cool. Um, yeah, just got on like the gig circuit and stuff and was writing these songs that didn't make a lot of sense, but people were vibing it. So we were like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, got on like the toilet venue circuit and, and did all that like around Cheltenham and, and local places. And then it kind of just snowballed really from there. And we just did more gigs and got higher up the gig ladder, so to speak. And then, yeah, just went, it was going really well. Then we did, like, recording. I'm trying to think of the recording studio we did first. But lockdown has made my brain into mush, so I just can't remember. Um, it's all right. But, yeah, um, eventually we we ended up recording at Rack. I don't know if you know Rack Studios. Yeah, yeah. totally. Really um, good. Um, yeah, and then got invited to... I think we got a publishing deal for our the last the last EP we did, um, and then we quit. That's <laughs> what so sad. Fans do. Why, why did you quit? Did you just realise well, that wasn't I for think, you anymore? I mean, we loved it. We did it for like seven years. It was a oh, long. Wow. It's not you know. We we really went for it, um, but we were all getting to the age like I'm the youngest, so I you know probably different views on it, but. My sisters wanted to do other stuff and being sisters as well, like, it's amazing because yeah. you can connect on this level that no one else can, but also you want to kill them most of the time and it's just <laughs> really tough. Yeah. Um, and making money, as everyone knows, is just, it's really difficult and yeah. it just kind of got to that. We all had, like, our personal things going on as well and we just needed that break. Mm. So it was for the best. Cause they're still my friends. Yeah, so that's, that's important. Good. That's really important. <laughs> yeah. I would totally kill my sister if I ever had to do anything <laughs> long term. Like, it would absolutely it not came work. close. Honestly, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so I guess my question would be: Are your parents very musical? Because how do you get like you know? Well, three I mean, siblings. we are quite a creative family, I guess. Um, my it was actually my uncles, my mum's brothers, who were in a band called Rare. Um, <laughs> they were quite good, actually. They were really good. And then my uncle, because I always play guitar, um, and one of my uncles who played guitar in the band was like, guitarists are the best. And then my other uncle would say to my sister, lead singers are the best. And it was like, <laughs> trying to, like, almost from the well start, played. trying to just jeopardise well us. Played. Yeah, 
very well played. Um, but I did challenge my uncle and I was like, if guitarists are the best, can I have your amp and your guitar and <laughs> everything you have? And he was like, yeah, okay. So that was good. Um, That's decent. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose we're musical. I mean, dad can hold a tune. Mum can hold a tune. Dad, my dad's like more of like an inventor type person. Never used it. Like, <laughs> and he's borderline, borderline mad. Um, and mum's very creative as well, like always drawing and stuff and, and never like for money or anything. But, but we're just all quite, yeah, that way inclined. <clears throat> I'm sure that's like where your early inspiration came from then as well. Yeah, I think so. I think we've always, like, we did, like, really long car journeys when we were younger. God knows why. Um, <laughs> like, four-day car journeys to get to holiday. Oh, wow. And we spend a few days there and then drive back. My dad loves cars. Um, and we'd be listening to, like, ABBA, Queen, um, mm. some curveballs. Meatloaf was in there. So I love cool. Meatloaf, though, and I think he's a fantastic songwriter, so... yeah. Definitely. Um, a lot of people would disagree. <laughs> I think it's wicked. No, there's something cool about his songs, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Sounds really good. And then, like, how... Obviously, you then stopped performing with Sisters and then did you then kind of quit music for a while or did you, like, immediately start pursuing it as your own solo kind of thing and writing more for other people and stuff? Yeah, I think there was definitely, like, a break... It was quite like a don't mention it kind of subject for a while. Um, but then I went to London and went to Notting Hill Academy of Music because my friend did the first ever year they did. And she was like, it's amazing. Get to meet those people, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, I'll go to London for a year. And it was really then that kind of like it propelled me to work for other people because I never really thought about it. I was like, I've got to be mm. a pop star or I'm nothing. Yeah. Um, and then, then yeah, just as you know, um, you learn loads there and you you meet different people that do different stuff. You're like, I didn't even know you could do that. Like, I didn't know that was <laughs> a thing. And then... This like, happens to uh, most people in the industry, doesn't it? It's like you, yeah. you only know what you see, right? And... And mm. the mainstream stuff is, as you said, pop stars and all that stuff. So that's what all the kids want to be. Well, exactly. No. And like, do you know what? The more I think about it, I mean, I don't know if I want people knowing who I am. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. going yeah. with that goal of like, I want to be famous. I want to be in the magazines and stuff. And like for a lot of my childhood, that was like when people said like, what do you want to be? Or like, what what subjects do you want to do to get to where you want to be? I'd just be like, I'm a I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> I'm going to be like, basically, I'm going to be like Britney. And like, I genuinely believe that for a long time. Um, yeah, but... look at Britney's situation <laughs> at the moment. You know, yeah. not the best one. <laughs> I know, I know. Bless her. I really want to watch oh, that documentary. Um, very good. Yeah. But yeah, and then like, I met somebody. It was actually like on one of the networking events at um, Tal Yard. Have you nice. both been there? Yep. Oh yes, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and it was like it was like the second one, and and I took my um, sister with me because I was feeling a bit like, you know, ooh, a bit out of my depth yeah. and and not really sure how to navigate the whole situation. And and I was I was actually feeling quite down on myself on that day. And my sister was there being my little cheerleader, being like. If, if we like met people she'd be like this is my sister she's really good at writing blah 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 
And then I met um, I met who I work with now, who um, uh, Matt Bond, who is in the Dirty Youth, like a rock band, and literally we were both drunk. <laughs> I my sister was like, she's a really good singer, and he was like, all oh, right, can you actually sing though? And I was like, um, yeah, I guess. And then we just exchanged numbers, and then we literally, I think within the first week, we got a hit in. Where was it? Yeah, in Turkey. We got a song signed. So cool. It was just mad. And I was like, oh, God, that's really weird. And mm-hmm. it, was just, it, was just, it was just strange because I'd never seen... I never heard of anything like that happening. I mm-hmm. never expected it to happen to me almost. Yeah. So it was really cool. Yes. Yeah, and it just kind of... Go on, there you go. Go on, go on. It's just kind of, it's just weird. It's weird how you can meet one person. It just changes everything. Mm. And it's, and it just snowballed. And then you meet other people and then you're suddenly just in this like little network of, and then actually the, the world gets very small because everyone's in the same circles. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's just the industry a little bit, isn't it? It, Mm. You never know when on a night how you meet someone and then everything changes, right? Mm. Um. And I guess, how do you work with uh, with Matt now? His name was Matt, right? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, remotely, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I meant like, <laughs> you know, what sort of collaboration do you have going on? You know, how he... does your sort of deal work like and, and that sort of thing? Well, he, he's definitely got his own stuff going, as do I, because um, he's, he's still in a band and they still release music and stuff so he's quite busy with that um and we come together on on projects that have kind of happened like probably earlier especially before this lockdown thing I mean that really shut everyone up didn't it um so DJs that we've worked with um like Bollier and do you know Leon Bollier yeah it rings a bell yeah yes yeah um and just carrying on projects from that really and biometrics also who matt and jamie jamie biometrics we were we still are a songwriting collaborative called new black light machine um so there's a lot of projects that a lot of people say and it sounds so cliche but it's there's something about us three being in a room and it's just Mm -hmm. like it's just fire so Mm -hmm. there's definitely certain projects that we come together on or like if I've got a brief and I'm like something's not gelling with it for me then I'll ring the guys and be like guys do you want to do this with Mm -hmm. me and and it's just kind of that kind of relationship really that's so cool I think it's so magical when you meet people that you just like click with when you're writing with like it's just Mm. like a constant back and forth and it's almost like you're using the same brain and it's just like the best thing ever yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's just so great to find these people to collaborate with. It's amazing. Yeah. So, how did the whole one million views on YouTube thing with the Biometrics remix of that Rihanna track <laughs> happen? It's like your that, voice sounds so so sick on it. It's like crazy. That, thank you. I mean, that whole track was. My car parking was running out on the day <laughs> session that I had with him. So we had like twenty minutes left, and he was like oh, come on, let's just do one more thing. Like, what should you do? And I was like, I've always, as a joke, a complete joke, I was like, always wanted to do a Rihanna cover. And he was like, sick, which one? And I was like, okay. That's hilarious. Bitch, better have my money. And he was like, cool. And he got the track up and I recorded, like, 
I think four takes so he had enough to play with and then he <laughs> he did this track and he sent it to me and I was like oh, oh Jamie's lost it he's lost it he's he's actually mad and then um and then I played it to my boyfriend he was like this is sick and I was like no yeah it is actually it is sick. I just couldn't I couldn't marry my voice with a Rihanna song so yeah. I was like this is just mad yeah because when um, I heard it I was like wait what <laughs> so, yeah. so sick. So it cool. was really like it was it's definitely a tick off the old bucket list that's for sure um but yeah, Jamie, we pitched it to Trap Nation and they really liked it and they put it out and then on YouTube it just got mad. Like, I mean, Trap Nation is so well known anyway and mm. it just kind of blew up, which was really cool and not really expected. I remember sitting on this table watching the numbers going up on YouTube with, um, with oh. my partner and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I think we should drink through it. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Too much to take in. So yeah, yeah. It was uh, very cool and yeah, should have some stuff coming out with him soon. So oh, that's exciting. exciting. Yeah. Super cool. Oh, did you and get then, like, any... Oh, go ahead, Leah. Oh, sorry. No, go. No, I was just going to say, did you get any like new opportunities off the back of that? Like people reaching out to you because of the growth on YouTube? I think I haven't had, I don't know if it's off the back of that because a lot of like stuff I get is emails. They don't mention mm. where they, they just say, I've heard your music. I'm like, mm. cool. Yeah. Which one are you? <laughs> How to pinpoint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I've definitely, like we've definitely, you know, Trap Nation are definitely, um, you know, on our side now and, and look forward to stuff that are coming out. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's something good to, to show, mm-hmm. I don't know, if you're wanting to work with someone Definitely. or... Totally, yeah. Yeah. 100%. We all want a million views on YouTube, yes, please. Yes, <laughs> yes. Pretty sick. <laughs> Gosh. How, how, obviously you top line quite a lot as well, right? Yeah. How, how does it work? Tell us about it. I mean, obviously the two of us know how it works, but our listeners might not, so... Tell um, us how. What it works. do you mean? In what what capacity? Well, like when you get a track, what's like what's your step by step thing that you usually do in order to write a top line? Um, because obviously, there's top lines step. that do have like melodies on it that you don't just put words to, but sometimes you also like you know write the melody and the words to the track. Yeah, I mean, the first thing. The first thing I do actually is get my headphones on and I go outside and I go for a walk and I listen to the track on repeat um, for as long as it takes for it to just be in my head. And then I'll either go back to whoever it may be and say, can we try taking this out of the track because it's just really busy or, or you know, like if I need any edits on the track before I even start. Um, that doesn't generally happen that much, but but it can do. Um and it's quite important, I think, for a top liner to, especially if you're starting out, to have that confidence in yourself to go, like, I like this isn't right in a trap because at the end of the day, you're a top liner, but you, you're also a producer to a certain extent. Yeah. Just because you're not making the beats, like, yeah, you still have a say and it's very um, important that you do speak up. Definitely. Um, but then I... What do I do? <laughs> I sit down... I usually go into a cloud of self-doubt and no I'm kidding. Um, 
everyone um, does <laughs> yeah I think they do and I'm like shit I've taken them too much um <laughs> no and then I just do you know what I just try and get into a zone and try and get like a almost a story going in my head or like what vibe it's usually along like the feminist lines um and then just just try and work out I try and work out a melody of some sorts um and it's more like how it would work with words so like a melody working with with is it phonetics god my Mm -hmm. brain's mush um yeah so see how it'd work and and what kind of pace I'm gonna go at and I'll do like I'll do like a good four top lines for one track um so I'll I'll layer them up I'll, I'll just do a free run I'll go through the whole track and do a top line then I'll move it do another one in the same vein like you know at least four times and then I'll go away from it and then come back and listen to all of them and then usually you like you know one usually just pops out yeah and you're like okay cool or you'll just go as you go away you're singing in your head already so you're like okay yeah um you can also like pick a mix I guess right like bits from here yeah from there well I always keep I always keep my first ideas because I've sent tracks off and I think it's wicked obviously because I've written it and I send it off and and the, the DJs or whoever are like just not vibing it and I used to be like oh my god I'm shit I'm awful I should just stop this <laughs> oh. but actually like <laughs> that happens to all of us yeah yeah and I think like people don't talk about it enough because like you're writing a track and especially if you're doing it remotely that person has been working on that track for god knows how long and they've got they've djs aren't usually well obviously they don't do top lines because they get the people to do them Mm. the ones that do but they they have an idea in their head anyway so they're sending it off to a top liner and then they get something back and it's so far away from what they had in their head they're like no don't like it at all don't like it and it's Mm. not they don't like it it's just that their ear isn't used to hearing it Mm. so there's definitely like a delicate balance of of you know, especially if you're doing paid work, there's two things really. You've got to think if you're doing paid work and you're not a feature and your name's not on it, just do it. Just do it until they're happy because it is their track and they're paying you for it. If you're going to be on it and named on it, then you have just as much say in totally. in how it sounds. So you've got to be able to go back and go, you know, like a DJ has genuinely come back to me and been like, no, I don't like that. and And it's, and it sounded quite blunt, and I was like, oh, so rude. But <laughs> they're not being rude. They're just really passionate, and they're just they're just trying to get it done. Um, but try not to take it, like, offensively or... or Personal. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah per- that's it, personally, because it's not, you know, it's just... Uh, on another day, they might have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and and at the end of the day is what you were saying earlier, right? You are both writing the song together. Because uh, yeah. top lining is not just only, you know, layering down some vocals and off you go. You're actually writing the song too, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Or producing exactly. it, if you will. So, yeah, it's, I mean, if, there's feelings if from all are, the parties and that's always difficult to manage. Cause exactly, exactly. And as I said, like, if you are just getting paid for, to do a song just do it you don't necessarily have to like it like that's probably the only instance i probably wouldn't be yeah. forceful in my opinions and say yeah 
you know, do this, trust me, because there's no point, it's their song. Like, let it go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't remember if I've answered your question. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> definitely answered the other question. Like, yeah, a lot. Um, at the moment, obviously, you probably record all your vocals at home, right? Yeah. Because everything's remote. Um, do you add any production to your vocals? Like, do you do your vocal production yourself or do you just send the raw stems basically over and they do it? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't play with my vocals at all. I'm trying to... I'm the most technically idiotic person you'll ever meet I mean getting on Zoom tonight was quite tough <laughs> Instagrams go wrong emails you can just forget like I'm so bad at it and you would have thought a year in lockdown I would be better but I'm not so That's I, don't know. I don't know what else to say about that um, but I've got the recording bit down I can do that and I can still sing so that's good um, I do prefer to be in a room with people, to be fair. I think that you can't, you just can't get magic in your room on your own. Some people can, and I wish I was mm. that person, but... It's just know, the vibes in general. Yeah, yeah, and you get, and it's quicker, and you kind of, you know, rather than doing a whole thing and sending it off and someone going back going, can you just change that to an and instead of a bleh? And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, me every time. <laughs> it's so so annoying because that involves more computer work, and that really you know puzzles me. Um, but yeah, I I mean I got a mic because I, I haven't actually had a mic until lockdown, so it has been a bit of a blessing because I've been able to do my own stuff and and help other people with their music as well, and and it's been yeah probably the best thing I've ever done. So. Mm. It's just That's tough. Great. I want to be in the room with people again. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's going to change very soon anyway. Fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> um, and the last question, because my Zoom meeting just told me we've only got 10 minutes left. <laughs> so I'm going to bring it to a close. Because <laughs> um, obviously I didn't pay. Um, what are your plans for the future? Like where do you see yourself heading in the next year? Let's just keep it. Like oh, the next one. year. Um <laughs> oh, if it's easier the next five years. <laughs> next, I don't know if that's easier. Um, get my puppy house trained. Um, <laughs> that, that's that's a main girl. Love that. She's doing all right. She's doing all right. We found something under our bed the other day, which wasn't great. Um, <laughs> no, in the next year, I mean, I still definitely I want to be I want to be collabing more. To be honest, um, and I'm working on a different project of my own oh cool so I'm going I'm going back to I think dance has taken over my life for for a good few years now and I'm kind of mourning the singer-songwriter days and when lockdown's over I'd love to be performing again Mm -hmm. but my own shit so, yes, yeah. we'd love to see that. And we're going to come along to all your gigs, yeah. bring a band up, like, go Lucy. Yeah, bring a busload of you Londoners down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Someone did do that, actually, once at Cabri Sisters. They bought a bus, a bus of 30 of them from Birmingham. Oh, wow. And they came Lottie, yeah. to every single gig. Love that. They were like our super fans. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's so good. And we're still friends with them now. Like, they are lovely people. Mm. Yeah. 
Anyway. That's so good. Well, that sounds like a great five-year plan. Yeah. yeah I back hope the in the singer-songwriter well. um, bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I'd love to cool. see that. Right, this is almost we, the end of the podcast. What yep. is our word for the day? We need to do exactly the word of the day for today, right? So what could we do? Um, well, I could... thought... Go ahead. Oh. You go. You go. <laughs> I, Come I on. would have said top lining. Yeah, but... that's what I was going to say. Great. You read my mind. Amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, so if you listen till here, then go and comment on our social medias. Comment top lining on our social medias. My Instagram is Leah underscore G underscore music. It's Lee Music Official if anyone cares. No, of Perfect. course everyone cares. So it's only joking. So yeah, yeah. I do. I I have someone else on my social media. So if I don't um, answer your message, it's because they've read it before me and neglected to tell me. <laughs> I'm oh, going to wow. take them off it. Yeah, yeah, stalker. Them. They were helping me run it for a while. Oh, nice. <laughs> don't do That's it. fair enough. Oh, well, at if you're going to be performing again and all that stuff, I guess um, social media will will be a focus again mm. yes yeah well i think yeah and just general networking most of most of my um work comes from there to be honest mm. it's just easy it's just easy the easy route these days i hate social media but it is it is a necessity it Sadly, definitely yeah. is. I, I hate <laughs> sure. it too to be honest everyone hates it yeah lockdown is the death of social media we should make exactly. an episode about social media haters i think oh yeah. God, yeah that'd be awesome let's do that just cool yeah, so go and comment on on lucy's um instagram as well and if you need a singer who knows just just reach out as well right yeah, yeah, exactly. Come <clears throat> yeah. What what was your Instagram again? Sorry, because I actually missed it. So and it's probably because I was talking over you. Lee Music Official. I don't think there's no underscores. Perfect. Cool. Well we'll yeah. put your PC. name into the description of our podcast anyway and then um Cool. Yeah. Let's put it awesome. Super. Well thank you so much for um talking to us, Lou. See and Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This is the end of the podcast. Bye, everyone, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. See you soon. Thanks, Lucy. Bye. Bye.